Hello everybody, welcome to The Lost Chapters. I am your host, Jacob, and joining me this week and every week is our wonderful co-host, Wade. Hey guys, how y'all doing? I hope everyone has just had a wonderful week. Uh, I want to first thank you all for joining us this week and hopefully every week. Uh, If this is your first time, then a very special welcome to you. I feel like I'm welcoming a church or something, you know, how they're like, (laughs) oh, first time guest, please fill fill out the card and... Maybe maybe we'll just start a cult. It's fine. We might. Okay. Well, (laughs) in this podcast, Wade and I, we take a deep dive into mysteries, paranormal occurrences, and other things that might just grab our interest. Uh, Last week, we looked at an ancient Native American myth, the Wendigo. It was a good episode. It was a good one. I still think it's a giraffe, but whatever. It could be. It very could be. It It was really more informative than anything, but it was still, I think, very good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, go check it out. This week, we're actually going to go into a real-world kind of scenario. It's still going to be a mystery, but it's not scary or even paranormal. It's just kind of, huh, that's weird. Okay, let's get on it. Wade, do you know anything about the ancient Minoan civilization that lived in Crete? Absolutely nothing. Okay, (laughs) I am a historian, so I know that is a odd place to just bring up uh, but it there was an island in the Aegean Sea on Crete and that is where an ancient Minoan civilization lived okay so they were a bronze age civilization that lived of course on that island but basically they were a very early like one of the first Greek civilizations and you like going back in time it's hard to go anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. So these guys got their names from the king, King Minos. So right. they were called the Minoans. Ah, okay. So this island was one of, if not the very first advanced civilization in Greece. They were highly advanced in writing, building, artwork, economics, um, pretty much anything that you could think of they had at least started it if not mastered it finger painting yeah i i, I think that falls under art uh, i know mine do my mom still has my finger painting because uh, there are bowling yeah bowling balls it's uh actually what we're diving into this week so there was actually a bowling no i'm just kidding oh, <laughs> man. you got my hopes up <laughs> no but they are kind of famous this, uh, you know, if you know anything about Greek mythology, then you're probably familiar with the labyrinth and the minotaur. Yep, for sure. Those two things are located on this island. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, okay. so the myth, it was British, you know, because the British decided that they could conquer the world, went to every island, and when they went to this island, they're like, oh, yeah, we know these spots. They were in that one myth. And, like, this is... Oh, okay. They connected the dots there. Making sense. Yeah, so those are two things are very interesting, but that's actually not what we're going to talk about today. Great. <laughs> I always like to just kind of steer Lead one me direction and then just <laughs> swerve. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so we're actually going to look at a town called... I'm not going to say this right because it's Greek, but Phaistos, I think, is the correct name. No. Well, that's okay. <laughs> the town was actually thought to be like a kind of like a library, a record-keeping library, 
and it's supported by Knossos, which was a large town like to the north of it. Yeah. And it had a very big, complex kingdom. Gotcha. Knossos was like the town. Yeah. NASA. They went to space. Yeah. Yeah. That one. NASA. Knossos. Same thing. Same thing. So we're going to look at Phaestos, not NASA. And that's where our mystery begins, is that kingdom building that had that they had in the town. Okay. <clears throat> so in 1908, the building known as the Old Palace was being archaeolog- archaeologically surveyed. When the team was looking at these ruins, they discovered a stone disc. Ooh. Conveniently, it was named the Phaistos disc. Ah. Well, I mean. creative with it. What else would you name it? I've got free accurate. Yep. So this disc was found in the old palace building, and the disc date ranges from 1850 BC to 1550, with most historians agreeing that it was pretty much 1700 BC. That's pretty damn old. Yeah. And it's also like a big, anywhere in that 300 time period, this disc could have been made. Which, granted, in history, 300 years is like not a lot at all. Blink of an eye. Yeah. So. And it's uh, pretty interesting. But, first of all, you know, it's a disc. And then on the disc, there are symbols that spiral inward. They like, kind of like a. You know those fossils that spiral? Oh, yeah. The, the, it's, yeah. It's like that, but um, these symbols spiral. Okay. And they have things like dolphins, cattle, other Minoan culture symbols, and these symbols pretty much led the team to be like, oh yeah, it's Minoan because I mean you don't look at hieroglyphics and be like, I wonder where that's from. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I get you. It is around 16 centimeters in diameter and two centimeters thick. 16 centimeters, 2 inches, 2 centimeters thick? 2 centimeters thick. Alright, so I know what it is. It's not that big. Yeah. It's a frisbee. A frisbee? Yep. A clay frisbee, a decorative clay frisbee. Yeah. Ultimate frisbee. Ultimate there frisbee, go. there you Close go. Close the chapter, folks. We figured out, you thought we were going to know another mystery? No, we're just educating you about ultimate frisbee history today. Solved. Boom. Okay, what is it? Uh, It has, well, maybe other things? I don't know. I'll, we'll get into that. I'm not done describing it. So, the symbols on it, there are 242 symbols on the disc. Damn. Front and back. Yeah. Uh... There are like four circular sections, and each section, there are more sections. <laughs> so it's like, you know, four rings. Within each ring, there are sections ranging from like two to seven symbols each, and marked off from each other with a solid vertical line. Okay. And the way it's oriented, it makes it look like you're supposed to read from the center outward. Oh, okay. Yeah, like men and stuff are pointing to the right, and then there are some things pointing vertical, so I guess they're like, oh, yeah, we'll read like that. Does that make sense? Isn't that kind of how the Mayan calendar was supposed to be read? Yeah, yeah, from the start to the end. Yeah. That's another interesting one. We could do a whole episode on that one. Yeah. 11 years ago. 
Yeah, Maybe we should have. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> the it's wor- coming soon. Maybe the world. You know, <laughs> they're up so, by ten years. <laughs> can can it be sooner? <laughs> <laughs> so each symbol was stamped on individually. They they figured that out. It was stamped onto the clay before being hardened. And in total, there are forty five different symbols used. Wow. Um, yeah, I have a picture if you want to see it, but uh, viewers, if you want to see it, just Google Feistos disc. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's very crudely made, I would say, uh, but it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So... This disc is weird, and you may be asking yourself, why Well, why is this a mystery? Because I haven't really given any indication that it's a mystery. <laughs> and it's only a mystery because of one thing. It has not been deciphered yet. Ooh, a puzzle. Yeah, so, you know, this thing is 1700 BC. It's at least 3,000 years old, and we still don't know what it means. Yeah, that's wild. Oh yeah, my so goodness. it could be a calendar, very small. It could be like a handheld calendar. It could, could be, be like, oh, somebody's yeah, grocery list. It could be. Um, so, because we just don't know what it is. And in Minoan, the Minoans had two languages, Linear A and Linear B. And it's not really in either one of them. So we, we figured out Linear B, but Linear A hasn't been deciphered yet either. But it's it's been studied. This disc has been studied a lot. And no one has really figured out what it is. And since it's the only one, we can't really, like, compare it to others. Huh. To be like, oh, these symbols match. It must mean this. It's just like, well, we don't really know. <laughs> it's just kind of there. You know, it probably has something to do with aliens. Maybe it is an, a mini alien ship. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't... Nope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I think it's a... Uh, grocery list sounds good, but like maybe for the aliens. Okay, so they just came down to Earth to shop on, yeah. on the island of Crete? Yeah. Yeah, well, we did discover it in 1908. So it's, you know, it's been... 3,000 years since it was made, but we've only been studying it for a little over 100 years. Okay. But we do have some theories. I have some theories. Yeah, what are they? So without fully understanding the text, there are just a few like outright theories from a quick gl- glance at it. And you know, you're like you said, it could be a hymn, a court list, a record, a grocery list, uh, songs, rituals. You know, it could be anything like that. But without, like, a Rosetta Stone or deciphering text, we can't know what it is. Right. But I do have some science that can kind of explain what it is. Let me hear it. So, Linear A, unknown. Linear B is actually known. It is the earliest form of Greek writing. So there are three possibilities that this disc could fit into. It could be a pictograph, which is, like, Egyptian hieroglyphics. Right. It could be a syllabary, 
where each symbol is a syllable and each group is a word. So like those two to seven symbol words or groups can uh-huh. be one word. Okay. Uh, and it could be an alphabet. But each one of these has its own issue. Of course, there are not enough symbols for a pictograph. There are too many symbols for an alphabet. And there's not enough like distribution of symbols for the syllabary system. So it would leave with like no one syllable words and very few two syllable words. It would just be like really long and drawn out words each time. Oh, that's so strange. Yeah, so these three options are the only way they can fit in, but they don't really fit in. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. We do have so this one this this mystery is gonna be a little bit different because we actually kind of have a conclusion to this one. And we owe this conclusion to a Dr. Gareth Edwards. He is a linguist and has been studying the Phaistos disc for like 30-something years, I think. <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah, he's pretty much devoted his life to this disc. Oh, that's a long time to look at a Frisbee. <laughs> frisbee you can't really touch because it's always like in a case and you don't understand the language because it's in a language we don't have any record of. How many times do you think that freaking doctor like picked it up and was like, Man, I want to throw this. I don't know how heavy it is. It can't be that heavy, right? No, it's, it shouldn't be. I would be scared to break it. Oh, I mean, of course. But... I break a lot of things because I'm stronger than I realize a lot of times. <laughs> and so I'm like, pick something up. I'm like, oh, it's broken. Cool. Oh, uh, my gosh. Sorry, we got to get a new glass, babe. <laughs> Too strong. <laughs> so, Yeah. I've broken like five Windex bottles at work. Oh my gosh. I just squeeze them and the top pops off and then they don't work anymore. I was like, oh, I just put them on my boss's desk and with a sticky note like, sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn it, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about what he says. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Dr. Gareth Edwards claimed that he has, he's able to read 99% of this disc. 99? Yeah, 99. But here's where things get a little complicated. So he even said, and I quote, reading something does not mean understanding. Okay. So we can read it, but we don't really know what it means because, I mean, we're not Minoan. Yeah. But he used, like, the language of Linear B and used other Indo-European civilization languages to read the disc. But it's not deciphered. So he sees, like, dolphin, dolphin, acorn, banana. That's what yeah. he's reading? Yeah. He's yeah he's reading that, and, like, he was able... It was kind of weird. He uses linear B to recognize sounds in linear A, and then, like, compares them, and yeah, it's, he's smart. He's way smarter than I am. Wow. Okay. But he's figured out... He's claimed 99% of it. He can read it, but he couldn't understand it. They can't decipher it. Okay. But, is he just claiming this, or is there, like, proof of him actually reading it? I didn't watch the TED Talk, but there was a TED Talk of him, re- of like, him explaining the process. So, oh, if you cool. want to see that, viewer, I think it was, like, five minutes. I didn't watch it. I need to look that up. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it, through his studies, he found that the disc focused on the Minoan goddess of love. Of love. Okay. And then 
he studied the disc further, and he claims that the disc is a hymn, a hymn for her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so some kind of ancient fertility hymn that oh. they would sing and, I guess, initiate um, procreation. Wow. <laughs> Very nice. So other than that, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, it's kind of boring, honestly, but... No, it's it's so fascinating, like, to that there's yeah, but, something yeah. like that that we like haven't been able to fully decipher yeah and that's that's the interesting thing like it's linear a so we'll never be able to read it unless we decipher linear a and what it's 2021 and we still have no idea what linear a is yeah that's they could figure out that it actually solves cancer or something yeah Probably I don't, not. I don't think so, but yeah. <laughs> it's but a possibility. <laughs> Who knows? We don't know. I don't know. The Earth's gone through cycles. There's plenty of theories out there that say uh, the cycle of humanity just resets itself with nuclear war every thousand years. So, Who knows? I know. I believe it. So, if it is a hymn to the goddess, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I am, as you know, a history student, so I've done a lot of history research. And a lot of records that historians have found that are tablets like this are actually just super mundane, boring things like <laughs> grocery lists and receipts and just oh, no. records. None of them are like, oh, my God, this is going to change the history. It's just like, oh, they bought 40 bushels of grain on Tuesday the 24th. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of sifting through that. So in, disappointing. Uh, <laughs> It really is. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's the life I chose. Well, it works. So, I mean, so if it is a hymn, I'm not surprised. That sounds like a very typical thing to do. I mean, we have we have hymn books in churches, and we have books about people, biographies and stuff. So it's not like it wasn't a common practice. Well, that's pretty cool. I like that one. Yeah, but it is, it is, you're right, it is very interesting, and it's still unknown, and we can read it, but we haven't confirmed it yet, so there is a possibility in the future of them deciphering it, and maybe we can come back later in the future and kind of take a look, another look at this episode and determine, and just reevaluate it with new light, and, you know, what was it, like, three months ago, they just deciphered a letter from the uh one serial killer the zodiac one killer? ted cruz looks like yeah really? so i didn't I mean, know that yeah i, I don't think it was up. anything real big but it is gonna help decipher other letters so yeah i mean if they do decipher this we can totally come back and do a follow-up to this episode and look at what what was deciphered part for two now, yeah part two baby for now, they think it's just a hymn to the goddess of love in uh, Minoan culture. Great stuff. Absolutely yeah. great stuff. So, I know this episode was a little bit shorter, listeners, but we kind of went over our limit last week with like a 36-minute episode, so we kind of had to tone this one down. But that is going to be our episode. Uh, 
thanks for listening to us. We really appreciate everyone who listens to us, interacts with us, and supports us. Yeah, y'all are the best. Y'all are the best. Um, follow us on Twitter. As mm-hmm. always, we have our Twitter at Lost Chapters Pod. I love to tweet you guys and interact with you guys and read your suggestions because there are sometimes I text Wade and I'm like, hey, are we recording tomorrow? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you know what we're doing? And I'm like, no, not at all. <laughs> so <laughs> I love some user suggestions because that makes my job easy. <laughs> but regardless, follow us on our Twitter at Lost Chapters Pod. And I'm going to try and be better about tweeting on it. Uh, share the podcast with your friends, your family, your boss. I don't know, your boss's wife? Yeah. The boss's wife one. We know y'all contact them more. So just share it with them. <laughs> put put at Lost Chapters Pod on like 12 sticky notes and just go put them random places. People's backs, bathroom yeah. stall, the Car vet. Car windows. Yeah. Right, their backup windows. Oh, yeah. So they'll have to take it off. They'll have to read it. Yep. Good idea. uh, We have no legal liability for that. That is your own choice. Not at all. (laughs) But until next time, y'all, we love having you guys. We love talking to you, and we love doing this podcast. So have a spooky week, and we will see y'all next Wednesday. Have a good one, y'all.